When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go, kid. Your favorite segment and mine. Yep. The old Pat's Parade. The news, notes, nuggets, and tidbits that don't deserve entire segments, but definitely merit mentioning uh, for the football and Foxborough faithful, the diehards, super fans, and beyond. All right, a lot of action so far on the free agency market as the QBs go. Uh, in the time since we recorded our last episode and up to now, Derek Carr has decided to leave the Jetropolitans and the Raiders in his rear view, signing a four-year, $150 million deal wow. with the Orleans Saints. Houdat Nation is going to give $60 million upon signing the contract, $100 million guaranteed overall to a quarterback that has won zero playoff games. Must be nice. Yeah, uh, benching pays well these days because dude was benched late in the year so Jarrett Stidham could have the best offensive performance by the Raiders all year and uh, then he gets to go out there and sign a very lucrative as John Dennis would say lucrative contract uh, on the open market this is one of those where this is um, I don't know how to phrase this is the world you're trying to avoid getting mm -hmm. into with Mac Jones and your quarterback position like we don't think that this he a, he may be the best quarterback in the NFC South. So mm -hmm. he, he that's good for them, and who knows. But the the world of mediocre quarterbacks in the National Football League is getting very expensive and leads to huge frustrations, I think, inside of buildings and outside. Like, as a fan base, you're now looking at a guy you're spending $40 million on per year, and you're like, huh. Wow, $40 million. It's like Giant Stadium, I told you. MetLife Stadium. $2 billion doesn't go as far as it used to be. For $2 billion, I want something that's like a wow. Yeah, yeah like holy normal smoke. Stadium. Right. Yep. He, it's just well, a, it's so, a fine stadium. Derek uh, uh, Derek Carr is the MetLife Stadium of quarterbacks. Like, he's a he's he's a starting quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. But I'm not going to get excited. Money. That is a nails comp. He Like, no, no I mean, sa sadly, it's had more Super Bowls and playoff games than he has. Um yeah, weird choice that was. But, like, that's a, a nails comp. Perfectly fine. Now, I think he's a perfect fit for down there. Dome, good-sized arm, big receivers, and Chris Olave may have Alvin Kamara, depending on how the authorities have a say in that matter as well. Right. But they were – Andy Andy Dalton wasn't a horror show last year, but Derek Carr represents an upgrade over Andy Dalton with quarterback uncertainty in Carolina, Atlanta, and what used to be called Tampa Bay – a reasonably decent starter down in New Orleans makes them the immediate NFC South favorites. And I'm sure they would love a trip back to the, the playoffs, even if it does cost them $60 million up front. That's ridiculous money. Again, that kind of money used to be franchise quarterback, community pillar, uh, talking point every morning on hello, it's football or hi there. It's, you know, get up at ESPN. Instead now it's like, yeah, he's okay. He's pretty good. Some days he's awesome. Some days he's meh and he's going to be paid like one of the elites in the NFL, which is just absolutely laughable to me. Yeah, and that's the world you want to avoid if you're the Patriots. The next of time course. you hear about Mac Jones, you want to, and Deuce mentioned this earlier, the, the goal of the season to have an idea about Mac Jones and 
I think you'll either know for sure is your franchise quarterback. And if you don't know for sure, then you also know the other, right? You may not have, like, you may be hemming and hawing, but if you're hemming and hawing, you kind of know the answer. You're just not really ready to admit it quite yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But you want to avoid that world. You don't want to be one of these teams that's overpaying for some. I would even say the same thing about Geno Smith. That's where we were going next. Three years, $105 million with $52 million guaranteed. They did finally write back, and they wrote a giant check to Geno, the comeback player of the year. The good thing for them is it sounds like they really hit it off with combine star Anthony Richardson and maybe they're the landing spot and everybody says, well, he's a he's a developmental need a year or two and Gino can carry the the torch until he passes it to that freak athlete. Um, so I'd be a little bit more hopeful if I were the Seahawks. The return I'm going to get on this marriage with Gino is just he's the bridge to what I really hope is the future at the position, right. assuming they get uh, Anthony Richardson. Um but that again, it's the same thing. It's it's the world the Jets are living. The Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers unless they don't get Aaron Rodgers. Then they're a little bit porked, and then they'll call Jimmy or they'll call whoever. Um, that's a world you have to try to avoid at all costs. It's it's just a it's a terrible world. It re- it really isn't. Look, look, Geno Smith, best case scenario, plays seventy five to eighty percent as well as he did this past season for the Seahawks. They'll even though I think they kind of bid against themselves, I don't think anyone was going to offer him unless they thought the Titans were going to swoop in, cut the Tanisance, and get Geno Smith. I can't see where else this guy was going to go back to the Jets. Get out of here to the Raiders. No chance. I think they bid against themselves a little bit there, but at the same time, he gets his big payday. It's a great story, and I do think that would be a perfect landing spot for Anthony Richardson to sit for not just one, but two seasons because he's got all the skills to pay the bills, but he is raw. Very, very raw. Can't throw this. Sh- I watched that comp reel they put up on uh, Colin Cowherd was talking to our pal Lance Zerline from NFL.com about his skills. And Zerline was like, this guy can't complete an eight yard pass. He has not. He's Josh Allen. I mean, I know the comparison has become positive, but it wasn't always an assured thing. Like Christian Fourier went down with the ship. He thought Josh Allen, he had watched him at Wyoming and I, if you put Wyoming Josh Allen highlights on, you were like, yep, I'll take him number one overall. If you put Josh Allen lowlights on, you're like, uh, no, I don't want any anything to do with that guy. And that's what Anthony Richardson is. If you watch just highlights, you're all in. Give me number one overall. I'll pay him a billion dollars and he's my future. But the reality is I actually think the NFL quarterback position is about your lowlights. How mm-hmm. low are your lowlights? It's not about your highlights because a lot of guys can make the highlight play in different ways, but highlight plays. How often do you avoid the lowlights? How do you get rid of your lowlights? Do you raise your floor? So that's the world you're in. That's the, I know people get excited about it, but that's a world that's just the payoff is, is infrequent. I think more people don't pay off than Josh Allen pays off. Josh Allen is the, the winning lottery ticket. There's all those stubs that are ripped up and laying on the floor next to the convenience store that didn't win. There have to be. Sorry, there have to be. There have to be way it works. your Heath Shulers, your Jamarcus Russells, and your Josh Rosens and other guys that can throw a football over a mountain or through a barn, you know, a brick wall that just aren't going to pan out. That, that's the nature of the business. Maybe Max our guy, maybe he isn't. And QB conversations uh, continue to dominate the offseason as well. Wait, Couple I thought other- we were trading him to the Raiders. Yeah, to the Raiders. We heard that that rumor's getting kicked up again. I don't want to have anything to do with Mac Jones to the Raiders. Mac Jones, I have a seventh pick. Oh my, yeah, sure. I'm that'll happen. Sure. Well, I know, but I'm just saying if Josh is stupid and and you and I will announce picks for the Patriots at the NFL draft, I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, 
So real quick, do you put any stock at all into the Rich Eisen rumbling from the combine? Maybe Tom Brady might come back and it could be to the Dolphins. Well, as Deuce doing this again, too. No, I know. Like when you go to the combine, you hear everything because everybody in the world is there. Everybody Mm -hmm. has opinions. Most of those opinions are stupid or uninformed or partially informed or you play the operator game and by the time it gets to the fourth person, it's like a totally different story. So in a world where I guess we're just allowed to throw, I heard at the combine, we've been saying it forever. They still have a quarterback whose head may be mush. And Mm -hmm. there was already a connection between Brady and Miami. So it's an easy connection to make. Oh, he's retired. He's not playing. You have a quarterback that you're still supporting and claim as your quarterback, but we all know he could be out of action by October, November, September. Or maybe should be forced to, t- if a neurologist with a set of stones would step in and be like, you need to not play football for at least right. a year. We'll talk to you in 2024. Maybe so they that- do need Philip Rivers or Tom Brady to step in this season. And that makes it believable. Like that, like if, it wouldn't be believable if, if Tua had played all 17 games last year and was coming off a top five finish in the MVP voting and all that, it wouldn't be as believable. But because of what happened with Tua, because of the past history, it's very much believable. So you can throw a rumor like this out there and it has automatic traction because we're all like, I don't think it's going to happen, but it is kind of logical. It makes sense. So, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I don't necessarily buy anything he says. You know that. So um, I absolutely think there is some reason to think he could be in Miami. Absolutely. No question in my mind. So, um, and, and I'm for it, as you would say, because... Yep. It's drama. It's theater. It's fun. It's Ugh. I can rip Brady or I can support him. It just adds another layer to the whole NFL season. And let's talk about how great it would be. Also, I do think Philip Rivers coming back would be awesome because I love. Oh gosh, she Willikers. God, oh damn it. Oh, and his nine kid road show. He might make a lot of sense coming back if Brady goes down to the Dolphins because he doesn't want to go back to the West Coast as much as he's always wanted to play for the team he grew up rooting for. Let's say Brady does go to the Dolphins because the family's down in Florida and he's going to stay near where his billionaire bunker, multi-million yep. dollar Indian wells, houses, whatever. Easy. Fi- I think that's the name of the island. Um, thank you, though. I appreciate that. Am I allowed to actually say the name of the island now? Um, <laughs> Philip Rivers coming back for one more season, taking a one-year $25 million deal to argue with Kyle Shanahan. Let's say... Let's say Purdy boy isn't ready. And they're like, yeah, we wasted our pick on Trey Lance. We're out. Someone else can have him for a, a second or a third that you work on him. I'd, I'd be in on that. And, and then, and then to see Aaron Rodgers maybe go to the jets. How great as much as no Patriots fan wants to hear this because they're going to be like, ah, oh, shit, we're going to be in fourth place. And it's not even labor day to have an AFC East this year. That would be Belichick and Bill O'Brien coaching Mac Jones, trying to come back to at least a winning record or relevance once again, and competence. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers, the Dolphins potentially with Tom Brady and Josh Allen, and the Bills still holding the belt. Damn, man. Like you mentioned, that is some good gridiron theatra. Well, it's a quarterback's world, and we're all just living in it. And it also, this is why, like, quarterback drives everything, how hard it is to find 32 quarterbacks. We talk about Anthony Richardson, who, if we're being honest, was not really a good college quarterback. Now he's going to be a top 10 pick in the draft and some franchise is going to hitch their wagon to him. Oh, we have another quarterback who never won anything in the National Football League, has been coaching high school football for multiple years, and now 
potentially could be in line to take over the most talented roster and offense in the sport of football. Like quarterback is crazy. Money, everything. Drafting, every old guys that are going to come out of retirement, old guys that are going to switch teams. Maybe they should go to retirement. The quarterback position is the center of the football universe, and it's growing more so by the day. Yeah, it's bananas. And Jimmy Garoppolo uh, might uh, get $30 million to go co-pilot the Raiders or pilot the Raiders for a year or two while they draft and develop Will Levis, for all we know. Like, that's just insane money. I know, that guy's got an absolute laser rocket arm. Reminds me of a young Andy Hart. Herbert, no, he doesn't. He's (laughs) got a literally got a foot on you. He's got a foot foot on you. Um, All right, we'll end it with this. Back in the wide receiver room and rotation we go. Uh, Matt Judon, assistant GM this weekend with his tweet about DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots. Just absolutely setting people into a frenzy and a lather, uh, thinking that it was legit. It wasn't. He's just doing his Judon, assistant GM things. And then there's the word that, uh, you know, Mike Giardi says, watch out, chosen Anderson, old Robbie Anderson, released from the Cardinals. Could Belichick look to him as a discount pickup? And the Broncos are not shopping Jerry Judy. There are whispers they are, quote, quietly shopping Cortland Sutton. So thoughts, feelings about maybe any one of them addressing some wide receiver needs. So the Sutton thing I find interesting. I think he's really talented. Same. So do I. I think he's really, really talented. I'm not so much in on the chosen Anderson, the Robbie Anderson, any of Uh. the Andersons, because to me, that's spinning the wheel of hopeful mediocrity. Oh, like this guy was good at one point and we liked him at one point. He's Um, Nelson Aguilar all over again for us. I I want no part of that. I want to swing higher. I'm even not totally sold on the DeAndre Hopkins. I think he can still play. I'm just Mm -hmm. not sure the timeline of his skills diminishing and where the Patriots are in their Mac development, offensive development, marry up to the the proper timing for that. Um, I'm more on the Sutton or the the draft of Zay Flowers, like the swing for the long-term fences Mm -hmm. uh, move at wide receiver is more enticing to me, but um, it, it's, it's the secondary position, you know, like I just kind of, you know, football is about quarterback. Although the wide receiver position is starting to take on a life of its own too, with guys. And some of it is guys going to be overdrafted and overpaid. And that's why they re-enter the, the musical chairs game or the cycle of the NFL. Cause some other sucker will say, well, I know he didn't work for your team, but he might work for our team. And then finally, I would say about Matthew Judon and his little, assistant GM social media duties. Um, the only GM in Boston who sucks more than Heim Bloom at this point in his career in the city <laughs> is Matthew Judon. He's batting he's never zero. 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 He's, batting, he's tried. I mean, like, you know, Boston yeah. is littered with tryhards. One of them is sitting here co-hosting a podcast, but the, I, honest to God. He's never done anything well. No, Even, I appreciate I know you posted, the effort. You posted him talking to Derrick Henry. Like, I love it because there were rumblings about Derrick Henry, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's great, fun, Matt. Yeah. Just once I'd like you to land somebody not, I don't need a big fish. Just start with a little fish that, you know, that good feeling of just, you. How about a, bigger than a sunfish. One that we don't have to throw back into the lake, Matt. Yeah. Like anything, like a nice little trout, anything. And until then you are high and bloom in the football world. Little, there's a little sea, you know, a little bass would be fine. A little striper. That'd be okay. Oh, just like if we'll he see. lands a striper, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah. I'm not looking for like a swadfish or a tuna. Like a sea robin guy. record. And he doesn't even have a sea robin. Oh, man, look at that. Again, the offseason when we're always like, what are we going to talk about next? There's an action-packed hour, a three-part pod for the ages. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Mike Dussault, wrapping up with some 2023 NFL Combine thoughts, our off-seasonal positional preview on the tight end, 
and the Pats Paribas, where we discuss the wild world of quarterback offseason movement, potential wide receiver fits via free agency and trade, and so much more. Follow Mike Dussault at Mike Dussault 19, at Six Rings Pod, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy GFY. And lastly, please follow at Rich Keefe Show, where Andy and I have many, many, many picks and positional battles in Rich's awesome, 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 awesome March Madness bracket, the 64 greatest fictional athletes. Uh, Andy and I appear on that show regularly. It is the best new sports radio show in Boston, quietly becoming the thing at nights. Uh, so make sure you subscribe at Rich Keefe Show on IG and Twitter. And if you get a chance, congratulate Rich on his new show because it's a big deal. It is. And he really appreciates those congratulations. He does. For Andy, for Deuce, for producer Justin Turpin, and everyone at Odyssey, WEI, and 2400 Sports, this is your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens saying thank you for listening once again to Six Rings and Football Things. Good day, God bless, and as always, go Pats. See you.